Hey friends, welcome to another episode. I hope you all are having a great week so far. I am recording this on Monday evening, and I had a very good Monday, actually. Uh, this is my first official week off orientation for my job. Um, I've been here probably a little over a month, and I thought it would be a good time to kind of share how my first month of home health nursing went. One thing I really want to bring with this podcast is, um, you know, support for nurses, obviously, mental health conversations, but also conversations about how nurses can help their community in different ways, different um, areas of nursing you can go into, different jobs we can have in nursing. If you want to, you know, stay bedside in the hospital for your whole career, that's awesome, but I think it's just so important that we discuss other options in nursing for those that bedside is not right for them or they you know there becomes a season in life where it's not right for them they may need a break they may have kids they may have you know parents to take care of whatever it may be and you know even when I was bedside and thought I would stay bedside it's just so fascinating to hear all the awesome things that nurses can do. So I hope this is one of many episodes I hope to bring guests on and just really kind of open our eyes to all the things nurses can do because they are awesome and we can do so much in our profession. So like I said in the last episode, I am with a skilled home health agency now. What that means is nurses can go in and provide things like wound care, take care of wound vags, do IV infusions. Um, do, you know, skilled assessments and monitoring, monitoring, do med management, um, tons of education, obviously. And our goal is to keep people out of the ER and out of the hospital and allow them to live, you know, the best life that they can at home for as long as possible, which is something I just have always had such a deep passion for. I um, was actually a CNA in home health back when I was in my LPM program and so I worked for a private home health agency that did non-skilled care so we had caregivers CNAs home health aides whatever they may be and we would go in and do things like um, baths meal prep um, cleaning taking them to appointments whatever they needed done um, that a CNA could do and I really loved doing that Um, I got to know my patients. I really enjoyed knowing that I was helping them stay at home because a lot of them don't want to go to a nursing home if they don't have to, which I don't blame them. But, you know, not everybody's kids are capable of taking care of them. And, you know, they have kids themselves. They have jobs. It's just not always feasible. So I really enjoyed doing that. And when I started thinking, you know, I want to get a job that pays, uh, you know, a better salary. I want to get back to making a good income, to having a career in nursing. Um, And I still want to consider continue innocent. I'd like to hopefully build that into a business, continue the support group, all that. But I knew I wanted some type of more structured nursing job. So, of course, at first I was like, maybe I should just go back to the hospital. I could get a contract. I could make a lot of money. I could be done in eight weeks if I want. Um, The hospital here, I could have even negotiated part-time. So I thought, you know, two 12-hour shifts a week, maybe I'd try day shift, maybe I'd just go back to nights. But when I really sat with it, I just realized that I'm just not in that season of life right now. And that's okay. It's nothing to be ashamed of. 
um, I don't know if my mental health is ready. You know, I had really severe PTSD, depression, anxiety, and I'm still having that. It's even after a year, it's not cured by any means. It's not even, you know, as good as I would like it to be. Um, so in my long haul symptoms, especially the last couple months when we moved and everything, I was having a lot of joint pain, um, fatigue, headaches, uh, some chest pain, kind of having to, um, kind of adjust my dose of my beta blocker a little bit. So I just realized, you know, I'm just not there physically or mentally. So I started looking at other jobs. I was just on an Indeed, nothing fancy. I started seeing home health jobs and I thought, well, you know, I really do have a passion for working for pe- with people and trying to keep them at home as long as possible. Um, quality of life over quantity of life. Um, I love education. So I was like, let me apply for some of these jobs. I got two interviews within probably 48 hours of applying. Um, came back down to Florida, went to my interviews, got two job offers, took an offer. And then about two weeks later, I had my first week, which was mostly just modules, you know, clerical type stuff. Super boring, but I got a paycheck, so I was happy for that. And then the second week, I actually got to go out with one of the nurses and kind of observe. So uh, we did things like filling pill boxes. We um, did wound care. We did a lot of um, like patients had COPD or CHF exacerbations assessing them, making sure they're taking their diabetic management education. Um, So yeah, you know, just kind of a little bit of everything. And I was still getting to use my skills. It was not nearly as acute as the hospital, especially what I've worked with the past two years, but it was nice, you know? Like I've said before, my patients aren't actively dying right now and not in a, you know, calm, peaceful way, in a frantic, terrible we don't have enough staff. We don't have enough equipment type of way. Um, you don't have to worry about being short-staffed because, you know, it's just you and your patient for 30 minutes. You may get a phone call here and there, but there's nothing, you know, no call lights, no phones going off. I really get to pay attention to my patient, do a thorough assessment, educate them. Um, I just really enjoy that one-to-one time. I get to know their families if they're in the home, so that's also nice. The nurse who oriented me was with her for two weeks. She was fantastic. Love her. She's been in home health for over 10 years. She's so knowledgeable. She's was, you know, fun. I liked getting to know her. Um, she's still been great. So I was really nervous about having to ride in another person's car, obviously, and be with them all day. Um, you know, kind of in a more like going in and out of people's homes and things because... I have social anxiety and that and you know, I'm an introvert and I'm always good with small talk. So I didn't know how that would go, but she made me feel very comfortable. Um, it was just really awesome. So, um, I actually ended up only doing orientation with her for two weeks and then we switched me to orientation on my own for two weeks. So I ended up taking all her patients cause she had to take some time off and she was part-time. So I think last week I saw like, I did like 17 or 18 visits. Um, some patients get two visits. I did an admission. And I don't, if you've ever known anyone in home health, then you've heard of an OASIS, which is the admission discharge recertification uh, charting that you have to do for Medicare to pay you. 
and it is very long and time consuming. Um, you have to like, you know, put in all the, you know, build all the orders pretty much yourself, the plan of care, do a full assessment, write a note stating why they need your services. So a lot of things you don't have to do in the hospital. You know, there's someone to do all those things, even like putting ICD-10 codes in, um, the codes for billing. I have to do that, which they do have medical coders that come behind me and probably think I did everything wrong. But um, a lot of things that you don't even think about in the hospital, you have to do yourself in home health, which is not a bad thing, but it's definitely a learning curve. My first admission uh, between the time I spent in the home and the time I spent charting took four and a half hours, and they told me that was really good and quick, which is shocking. So, um, I am catching on to that. I'm getting much quicker, um, just with time and experience. I chart on a tablet, which is a little bit different than the computer, just like clicking things and such. So that was a little bit of a learning curve as well. But again, it's going really well. And thus today was actually my first day officially off orientation. But like they said, it'll probably take at least a year before I really become comfortable with home health and, you know. Who knows, forever, I'll be asking questions, so. Um, I think one of the biggest things, and I tell people this, and they laugh, and, like, I laugh, too, because I'm kind of saying it, haha, but it's serious. I haven't cried yet, which, granted, I am on a hefty dose of Paxil, um, which makes me not cry nearly as much as I used to. But every job I've had, I've cried pretty much the first day, at least the first week. And now I'm four weeks in and I haven't cried yet. I did have a few stressful moments, especially today when I was trying to figure out what doctor to call because it may actually be more confusing than being in the hospital with a lot of services on trying to figure it out. But I got there and I didn't cry. I just started feeling a little bit stressed. I had a patient that had a lot of complicated wounds and nephrostomy, wasn't doing great. And his 30-minute visit turned into almost an hour and a half visit. So I was late for all my visits after that. So that was a little stressful. But again, I haven't cried, which I'm very proud of. And I think it's a good sign for how this job is going to go. Um, I'm also sleeping at night, which is new to me um, as a job. Because I've worked, you know, night shift eight years as a nurse. And I did a year also on night shift as a CNA. So much my whole life I've always been a night shifter I still do love night shift but I think for my health right now it's good to be sleeping at night um, I get to eat lunch every shift which is awesome um, something you don't always get in the hospital unfortunately even though we should I um, kind of enjoy the time in my car honestly I can listen to a podcast I can listen to music I can have my coffee or you know, my flavored water, whatever I'm feeling that day, and my snacks. <laughs> so, and I just kind of, you know, get to sit. Sometimes it might be a 20 or 30 minute drive to the next house. And I just get that time to kind of debrief, take some deep breaths, listen to something, recharge, and then I'm ready to see my next patient. So that's really cool. But overall, I'm really enjoying this job. Um, I've help someone put on a Dexcom, which um, I didn't tell my preceptor this, but I knew how to do it from TikTok. So thank you to the TikTok girlies who are um, doing videos while they put their Dexcom on. 
um, and I educated him. I set it up. I did use the manual for all that, but um, I got to teach someone that. I went out recently to see her change a wound vac because that's not something we really do in the hospital unless you're a wound care nurse. Um, so that was super interesting to learn. I'm excited to learn more about that. And yeah, every patient's different. I still get to use my skills. I feel like I'm still really strongly using my assessment skills. I still communicate with physicians, PT, OT, speech. Um, it's just in a much less stressful environment. I can't wait to keep sharing about this job and my journey through this and what I'm learning. And like I said, I really want to eventually start bringing on new people and just really get into what can nurses do? What are we doing for the community? You know, what are we doing behind the scenes? I think that would be really cool. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode. Let me leave you with an affirmation for your shift ahead. Today's affirmation is every storm makes me stronger. Thank you again for tuning in. I hope you have a great shift and we will talk soon.